Yesterday during the Bills Steelers game, I watched Stephon Diggs run over to the Steelers sideline and just randomly grab someone's water bottle and drink out of it. And immediately I thought, that's how I got mono. Welcome to the L. Duncan Show with Gary Streisky. It's true. This whole kissing disease mess. Yeah, tell me about it. I've never had mono. I feel like I'm a chosen one. I've never had mono or uh, chicken pox. It's a, well, that's not good. Well, uh, at this age, chicken pox, no. At know, this it, age, chicken pox could like kill you, Gary. It's deadly at my age, but this isn't about me. This is about you getting mono. Gary's tell like, about, I feel really blessed. I've never had rubella. Tell, I'm like, well, me either, but okay. I had a shot for that. Tell me about the time you had mono, the kissing disease, L. It's summer camp it's softball camp okay in georgia i'm like 16 Ew. years old yeah and it's one of those like sleepaway camps and it's it's like august in georgia it just is 136 girls? degrees well yeah it's a softball camp okay, gary well, and just, typically i'm just putting pieces together girls play softball the kissing disease just hey here we go mm -hmm. and I don't know what happened. I mean, I do know what happened. It gets really hot out there. Some girls underestimate how much water they need. Yep. And eventually, it just becomes the Hunger Games. People are just grabbing water bottles anywhere uh -huh. they can to stay hydrated. Someone grabbed my bottle of water, clearly, and drank out of it because I was smart and brought a canteen. Nice, and nice. And <laughs> three days after I got home from camp, I woke up in the middle of the night with my glands in my throat so swollen I couldn't swallow or breathe. What? And then it's slowly, the next well, step? the thing with mono is there's really nothing that they can do. Yeah. So for a couple of days, I was just really sick, but that wasn't the worst part. The worst part is that mono is everything that they say and more when it comes to being tired. You literally can't do basic function things. You can't do anything. You're just tired all the time? All the time. You literally like. Just like fatigue? You're just gassed. I mean, walking upstairs, you're just, I would need to take a nap. It was brutal, which leads me to believe I have mono. Maybe the Cowboys do. Yo, L, me too. <laughs> I, Am I, I describing know. your life right yeah, now? Yeah, I don't know if it's just because I had a, a recent birthday. Uh, as an ex-36 year old, yeah. current 37 year old, those symptoms you just described are kind of like, kind of what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Just age. Yeah. Yeah. But I've not, I've not had the kissing That's disease. just poor lifestyle habits, Gary. Well, you need to oh, eat better. You need to hydrate and go what? to bed early. That reminds me, I have, a, I have something for you. Oh. A bit of a peace offering. Okay. A peace offering? Were we beefing? Oh. It's not that we were beefing, but I can't. Okay. okay. Gator so, arms. This isn't I, awkward at all if you're I know watching. you like those. And here's the thing. Gary just handed me two peanut... Snack. Well, wait a minute. Okay. Gary handed me two peanut butter balls that y'all are my favorite snack when I'm at work because of proximity. If you really wanted to offer an olive branch for something that I don't know we're beefing about, you could have just like gone a little bit out on a limb and not grabbed something that you literally had to pass by on the way into the studio. Well, would it make you think any different of me if I didn't pass by it, but I actively went to go get it? You did? Yeah, I didn't like pass by, oh, I should get this. I got here and I was like, I have to make amends for missing a meeting last week. And it was a meeting actually about punctuality. <laughs> and I not only was late to the meeting, I may have slipped, slept through the meeting. Yeah. And that's on me. I you did both. You slept group. and you slipped. Seen in the background, sh mm -hmm. uh, shaking her head yes. Yeah. I had Sports Center that morning. That's not an yeah. excuse. I'm not 
Well, it sounds like a series of excuses, especially for a guy who is actively campaigning all the time to get his name on the graphic. Oh, it's not helping. So, I tell you what, if any Gary showed up to our all-important State of the Union address last it week, really was that. they can have their name on the graphic. Any Garys that any in the studio that did? Are there any Garys that snow? No Garys that showed up? Well, Damn. alas, you live to fight another day. I've made amends. Speaking of State of the Union, <laughs> there's plenty of that happening in Big D. We'll get to all of that. As Wild Card Weekend was just that. We'll throw some red challenge flags because we love props, and you're going to see why. There's a lot of props in this show. I've got a special surprise for you. Yeah. I'm just put it, it this right way. I hear a lot more is happening in Dallas than just looking at personnel. Um, we'll also react to some viral sports things we saw this weekend. What the hell? Hell nah. But with a E L L E, you know, because it's ESPN and we pun names. That's right. And lastly, uh, Gary's favorite thing is coming as we couch some of these topics. Old face, young heart. Yes. Guess the age. He's. Oh my gosh. Just the mind of Gary, guys, when yeah. we're putting these shows together. And there's a whole team of people who actually work on this show and try to think of ideas. And then Gary will always come in like last minute and be like, the most exciting thing about the show today is making fun of old faces. I mean, I just feel like the last minute thing wasn't necessary. I feel like I texted that at like 8 a.m. Right. <laughs> before anybody was awake. It was still dark outside. I was driving in the snow. And yeah. I, and you know what was top of mind? This show, yeah. you, this team, just driving through what people call a squall, a yeah. little Pasqual Siakam. A blizzard. Okay, a yeah. little... Pasquale Barkley. Yeah. Okay. Um, just real fast for you guys that are listening and watching, what Gary's not telling you is the reason that he had to actively drive through the snow is because he canceled our shoot no, yesterday. No, and so we no, weren't able to shoot on Monday. No, no, and that's why we had no, to all drive. The whole team no, in, a, in a blizzard. No, no, no. This can this cannot keep backfiring. On me. So. L, what did I say about when you point one finger, three of them point back. And when you point in a mirror, four fingers point directly back. Yeah. We had a conversation that the wild card round was going through Monday night and we were going to encapsulate it all mm -hmm. Tuesday. Anyway, let's talk about football, L, because yeah. it's all I've been wanting to talk about. Yeah. I want to take the attention off me and focus on the lady on the graphic. Uh, <laughs> My dear friend, L. Duncan, okay. the wonderful, beautiful, talented L. Yeah. Duncan. Yeah. How about them Lions, man? I love this. They story. went almost as many years old as you are between playoff wins. 32 years and yep. nine days between right. playoff wins. We had that. We have CJ Stroud becoming the youngest starting quarterback to win a playoff game since 1950. Forget about rookie of the year. Put this man in the MVP conversation. Lamar Jackson's like prisoner of the moment. I mean, like, sit the yeah. down. In the conversation. I'm Take not saying put his name seats. on it. That's what you just said. I yeah, I said put him in the conversation. Okay. I even said it with like a cool accent to sort of hide the that. fact yeah. that it's ridiculous. Yes, Got and it. actually, real quick, while we're talk while we're going to talk about the Lions, let's let's branch out from Detroit. Big week for the state of Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Chris Cologne, producer extraordinaire in the studio. Okay. A Detroit guy. Yeah. Bad day, bad week for the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Big Steelers fan in the building. We do. That's Yins sad. lost. Yeah, which is not surprising mm. at all. And honestly, once you watched that team in action against yeah. the Bills, you thought, 
this idea of Mike Tomlin getting fired is ridiculous. This is the greatest coaching job he's ever done. He got that team into the playoffs. He got that team into the playoffs. Yeah. Oof. Woof. How about the Eagles? What the hell? Speaking of Pennsylvania. Shout out Tampa. Oof. Sarah, former Buccaneers employee. Eagles fail to convert a third or a fourth down yeah. in an entire game. This is bad. What? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and it ain't because they were just scoring on first and second down either, folks. Wolf, you know what? You know what? Yes. How about a little too long, didn't watch. I'm into it. Wild card weekend recap edition. <laughs> 28 straight years, the Cowboys haven't made a conference final. Gary, what would you rate your Uber driver if they were that loss? Un star. One star? That's one star. Or... A Lone Star. That's good. That's good. That's good. I once had an Uber driver. Actually, this was in Atlanta. I was, I, I rolled my window down because it was hot, and she rolled it back up. Oh. And, the, and, the, and then I tried to roll it back down again. She goes, stop rolling down the window. And she didn't have the AC on either. How awful. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. I, you think she got a tip? The answer is no. Okay. Dolphins have belly buttons. It was so cold in Kansas City, every single one of them had an innie. And I'm not talking about belly buttons anymore. <laughs> it was cold! <laughs> it was super cold. Hey, do you know belly... Uh, Shrinkage. Dolphins really have belly buttons? I had to Google this. Because I don't want to be... I don't want to come off, come across as factually inaccurate on this news and information oh, program. fair. So they do. Neither an innie or Audi in real life. But... Did you see a picture of the belly button? No, I, I, I visualized your... it through text. Um, so what yes, is, what did you visualize? Belly buttons in the uh, <laughs> belly buttons. Dolphins in the wild have belly buttons. It's where the umbilical cord. Gary just came up with the best Instagram handle: belly buttons in the wild. <gasps> you guys, can some freak start that out there? I, I mean, for sure we've got has. yeah, we've got some weirdo out there for sure that listens to this show. Yeah, and is thinking. I've been waiting for my purpose and a mission. Yes. There's your mission. Go forth and start bellies of Instagram. I believe our producer Colon yes. is searching right now. Belly I hope he's not the on the I hope he's not on the company. I hope he is. Internet. I hope he is. He has Just some so splendid to do. know that we're always thinking about R&D. That's research and development, people. Oh god. Ah. Oh. Back to life. Back to reality for Cleveland backup Joe Flacco, who threw multiple pick sixes in their loss to the Texans, continuing a Browns tradition of shitting the bed. Maybe they should change their name. It's too fitting. It's just on brand. It's super duper. It's a brown out. Brown bagger. Um, I was confidently... On the Cleveland bandwagon, I was, along with my fellow uh, late thirty-year-old comrade, I was like, "Dude, this guy is gonna defy all odds and expectations." Yeah, nope. And instead, it was C.J. Stroud on that Stroud pack, which I believe I picked that game. On that Stroud pack, I did. I picked the Texans. You Mm -hmm. did. Sure did. Yeah, I know. Kelly Stafford says her daughters were booed by Lions fans upon the Stafford's return to Detroit. Okay, a combined zero touchdown passes by the daughters on the day certainly won't elicit cheers. Lions won 24-23. All hail the twat. It's so cold in the D. How the do we supposed to be free? No, how the is we supposed to keep peace? Oh. 
Went on on it. Mine. Merkin and doing time. It's, it's so cold in the deep. Yo, Yo, if someone doesn't find a way to incorporate that into the Lions, the you know what? Welcoming in the I just Chiefs. levied a challenge, and I think I'm going to accept that challenge. Detroit, please. I got something for you, Detroit. I'm going to team up with all the famous Detroitans. Yeah. That I know, like Chris Cologne, Jamel Hill, where you at, boo? I'm, I got you. I got you. Stay tuned. They 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 flashed over to Eminem, Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. How amazing would it be? <laughs> if they had, ba- if ba- what's her name, T-Baby? Sure. I think her name's T-Baby. They cut to the sideline during the divisional and, Yeah, and, like, and all four people are yes. just sort of swaying. Yeah. And they're wearing the shirts. Yeah, and but, there's gravestones behind them. On, that would be weird, but... <laughs> Yo, oh my God! If you please. have not, if you don't know what Elle and I are talking about, please. first of all, you clearly don't have internet access. This is a top ten YouTube video of all time. All time. Before you could monetize on YouTube, if this video would have come out when you could monetize on YouTube, T Baby would be Nicki Minaj. She would be Meg The Stallion. She'd be cashing checks. Um, she kind of already is Young Miami because she raps really off beat. True, 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 true. She's like yeah, yeah she's like Blueface. Women for li- she is. She's like the female. True, true, face. true, true. But I don't know in Detroit if it's blue or if it's red. I don't know. Listen, that's above us. Okay. But just YouTube the video. After this show is over. Jump, jump scare warning. There is an open casket in it. And it's okay. not CGI. R.I.P. Chiefs, Dolphins, a.k.a. the Cold Bowl, a.k.a. the Paywall Game. And the most memorable part was Taylor Swift swag surfing in her suite. The NFL with a come up, and hopefully for my boys FLY, a come up in that streaming. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. Because you know it's up now. There was all kinds of people in the Midwest that were like, "What is an FLI and, and a swag surf?" An entire new demographic was. Tapped. Yo, T Swift, if you're a real one, you'll do a remix of them so they can really blow up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm on that vodka tonic, exotic. Got cheese scare on my body uh. and a Britney right beside me, and I'm swagging and surfing and swagging and surf right yo it sounds like you already wrote the whole song for them <laughs> call me taylor i got swag you swag surfing is sick yeah it's cool if you're good at it well you i feel like you just have to go with the vibe i was at the uh, i was in death valley when they swag surfed lsu versus i don't know they were playing somebody it wasn't bama but it was electricity okay. it was so cool the bills announced there were no assigned seats because of the snow last night why I didn't see 70,000 packed into the owner's suite is the only time I've ever questioned a Bills Mafia decision. Yo, they were straight up like, take over. If you're in, find a spot. Yeah. You <laughs> bro, know are what? you serious? I, I'm scaling the wall, yeah. bro. Let me in under, you know, when they do the aerial shots and they have that one thin layer of red. It's not because it's red seats or red attire, they're underneath heaters. Yeah. 70,000 people should have just been crammed in that little mezzanine area. Yeah, just crammed around. Uh huh. That'd be sick. It would have been. I thought the same thing when they were like, just come on in, find a seat, sit wherever you want to. I thought, oh, yeah, this is also known as the Oakland A standard yeah, ticket policy. It's like, uh, so I dropped like five hun for like lower bowl 50 yard line. Perfect. Sick, sick, dude. Sounds good to me. So I'm, I'm stuck in the. Upper tier, anyway, man. Not Buffalo. They 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 compose themselves. I'm an adopted member of Bill Mafia. All right. Oh, done. I'm I, done. I got Un Mas. Okay. Un Mas. Yeah. It's a multilingual program. The Tush Push finally got stopped at the goal line, no less. 
which is probably the first time Jalen Hurts has been shut down right when he thought he was about to score. He is so relatable. <laughs> this is, yet again, the moment of the show where Gary comments on how a man in sports looks. I'm telling you, you don't notice it. You don't realize it, maybe you do, that every single show, you find a way to compliment some athlete's looks. And I just want to state the obvious in the room, which is that if the other person on the show was doing that, well, they would say... Um, well, you were, you're a big proponent of you should give people their flowers, okay? And I would like to give these good-looking men their flowers, just in case they haven't been told that they're a handsome little bug. Col oh God. Cologne, can we start a segment or something? Or just an alarm will go off whenever Gary what starts crushing on a guy again. Guy Gary's guy crush corner. Maybe we can even keep like rankings, like who gets the most mentions for being the best looking. Tom Brady, of course, always out in front. Jalen Hurts is a guy. Wait till college football. I'm sure you'll get talking about Marcus Freeman again. Hey, I'm projecting a little bit. You see how I'm projecting a little Korean, bit. So I'm just trying to listen. Hey, hey. Uh, rising tides raises all ships. <laughs> Wait, are you saying as the official hot guy, you talking about other hot guys <laughs> makes them hotter? No, no, what I'm yes, saying. Yes, Gary. No, L, what I'm saying is there's, there's not very many half Korean, half Korean dudes out there, all right, in the public sphere, okay, that, you know, might elicit a, a, an additional glance or two every now and again. Marcus Freeman is that dude. That dude is handsome. He's handsome before I even knew he was half Korean. Then I found out he was half Korean. I was like, oh, he's handsome. And I'm sure that he's got great manners, family values, and has a, has a diverse, diverse, rich cultural upbringing. Yeah. And we'll always take his shoes off at the front door, which is very important. You have to take your shoes off. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a take your shoes off family too. 100%. Whenever you, we have our Asian friends over, I love the respect that they oh, give. Yes. No, I just know. They yeah, know. Yeah. They don't ever have to ask. Because here's my thing. No. When you walk in someone's front door yes. and you see all the shoes at the door, uh -huh. you don't then have to ask, should I take my nah, shoes off? coming off. The answer is yes, because you see the evidence in I'm front of you. Take your shoes off. off. They're coming off. If I'm going to anybody's house, and this is, this is unlike me, L, I'm a guy. It's a little TMI. I don't. Am I from you? This, okay. Shock. I'm a guy that sometimes I'll wear socks, maybe a little bit more longer than they need to be worn, or you know, pair of underwear, maybe. Oh no 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 no! no, no. But, but, don't, but, but, no time out! Time out! No 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 no! Let me finish. No, me because finish. because I love Dan Orlovsky, and now I still look at him differently, knowing he uses each towel 37 times. I just like Gary. Don't. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But hold on, if I'm going to somebody's house, I will, I will specifically swap out the socks because I know doesn't doesn't matter. I'm taking them off. I, I'll be the only person in that house with my sh uh, shoes off if it's not a take your shoes off at the front door house, but I'm going to have some 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 crispy white dickies on. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So just so you know, if you invite me over, boom, I'm like a human Roomba. I'll be sliding around your floors, cleaning them up. Coincidentally, crispy white dicky is exactly what I call Dan Orlovsky. That's I'm funny. just kidding. That's good. That's um, good. Of course, the talk yes. of the NFL wildcard weekend is what happened in Dallas. Yo, what the hell did happen in Dallas? I mean, how embarrassing. That was bad. I personally think that the person that should have feel the biggest victory lap right now is Brian Gutekunst. 
the GM for the Packers. Yeah. Because imagine his story. Aaron Rodgers for years emasculates you publicly, mm -hmm. makes you bend the knee, kisses feet, whatever. He's embarrassing you as a Barnes and Noble philosopher. Yep. He just stays embarrassing you. All right. He goes to the Jets to the talk of the town. Oh my God, the Super Bowl. Here it comes. Now, the only thing Aaron Rodgers is known for right now is Epstein Island and Ivermectin. What happened? Meanwhile, your guy becomes the youngest quarterback in his first playoff game <laughs> to ever have that QBR in the postseason. He like, dealing. what? He, he was dealing. Unreal. And it made me, it, it was, it was obviously on your six o'clock sports center, you have analyst after analyst after former player after former player. And on, as a certain degree we do on the weekends, but it's, 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 it's less of a buffet of a selection because we're super sure. early. We're on the weekends, but I remember having this conversation with Herm Edwards, wonderful, awesome, former ball coach, Jets, Chiefs. And I was like, coach, in what world does a scenario exist that Green Bay goes, Gary, I'm gonna stop you right there. They ain't gonna win this football game. <laughs> and you know, they ain't gonna win this football game. Dude. Listen, let me tell you something. The Dallas Cowboys are eight and no at home. Dak Prescott, da, 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 da. Green Bay Packers, yeah. they're good, not ready yet. And I was like, damn, maybe that was a stupid question. <laughs> and then I saw what happened and I was like, oh, so maybe it wasn't a stupid question. Yeah. Not that I had any faith. I don't know if you were in the position of thinking the Packers had any shot in hell of going into Dallas and beating a team that was undefeated at home. And then alas, out of the gates, punched him in the mouth. A whole, you talk about a nothing to lose mentality. I mean, that was the Green Bay Packers. And then you talk about shriveling under the bright lights yet again. Mike McCarthy, one in four in the playoffs as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. He'll win 11, 12 games in the regular season, but he ain't going to win you nothing in the playoffs. And that is crazy to see that happen again with this Dallas Cowboys team that looks so different, but Tiger, same stripes. That's why it was always feasible that the Packers could do this because of all I the intangibles. I didn't think so. <laughs> what is the intangibles? Like on paper, sure, the Cowboys yeah. are a much better team and undefeated at home and all the other things. And Dak was playing like a, you know, like a like MVP level the last six weeks of the season or whatever. Yeah. And honestly, like, you wouldn't expect that if any part of that team was going to crumble, you wouldn't have thought it was going to be the Cowboys defense. Sure. I mean, Dan Quinn, wow. Yeah. Right? Like, what a nightmare for Jerry Jones. That's because crazy. again, you didn't just get beat by a Packers team that, you know, ha needed till the last game of the season to get man. here, right? Barely a 500 team. But you also just got absolutely mollywopped. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even, they just. Boat race you. They steamrolled you from kick. Just the bold decision for LaFleur to be like, no, we're going to go ahead and take this ball right now and not defer like everybody else does because yeah. we want to punch you in the mouth and got in their head right away. And man, it was brutal. But here's the thing. Afterwards, you know, because the whole time I'm watching the game and of course, because we love Petty, I'm just like, show me more sweet shots of Jerry Jones. Like Taylor Swift cam. Into it. Yeah. Jerry Jones cam when your team is getting embarrassed in a way they've never gotten embarrassed before. Mm -hmm. They should have just locked in. Alternate broadcast him the whole time. Just picture and picture. Oh, my God. He's throwing things. He's so angry. So, of course, afterwards, he was much more measured than I thought sure. when they talked to him about what's next. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm going to look around and stuff like that. But I do want to share with you guys here. About to break some news? I've got some breaking news. For real, for real? Jerry Jones as he said, has, yes, been sort of figuring out what he's going to do. Mm -hmm. But Jerry Jones, sources tell me, have also been putting pen to paper. <laughs> and Jerry Jones Damn it, dude. has hit the recording studio. <laughs> I knew that that was. And in Texas style, uh -huh. 
What do you do in Texas when you're sorrowful, when things happen to you, when you're sad? Yep. Get your dog, you hop in your truck. And you write a country song. That's right. And that's what Jerry Jones has done. And I'm excited to reveal for you exclusively here on the L. Duncan yes. Show. Jerry Jones' new song, Lamenting His Cowboy's Woes. What's it called? To Be Determined. Nice. Literally, because whenever they'll win another playoff game again is to be nice. determined. L is currently changing into her country persona, uh, Ale. Uh, L went from L to Ale. She's got her buffalo plaid shirt on, of course. She's got her ukulele from Oai, and then she has her straw hat. I'm blaming my whole team. Packer showed up in green and ruined my playoff affair. First one to show, we were the first ones to blow. We were the last team you thought you'd see scared. You saw the surprise in the pain in my eyes when the Packers were running away. I looked at my son and said, Dag Nabbit, he's done. <laughs> and you're gonna hear me complain. Cause Cowboys takes me to low places where the players shrink and the coach needs replacing urine and out. But I ain't gonna pout Well, I'm not big on Stephen A. Smith And his troll man <laughs> Makes me so damn sick Oh, my team Takes me to low places I'm not gonna make an emotional decision I'm just gonna look around and take stock of where we are and when I do and I look at the personnel I'm gonna come to one conclusion you're fired you're all fired how about that Gary the haters will say L you look for any reason to set to sing and they would be right like I I kind of want that like in a downloadable form so I can add it to a playlist say less Thank you. Done. I'll send it That's to you. That's really good. You enjoyed that? That is good. Are Thank we, you. Is this a music podcast? We 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 stretch genres. Hip hop, rap, know, R&B, country. Fair. It would be tough to have a music pod podcast when mm -hmm. we don't have any rights to music, but we'll definitely table it and okay. we'll take it to the higher ups. That was good. L you continue to impress me. Thank you. You just continue to do it. But now of course there's all these huge questions because for some teams their season is over. And with that do we have more props? Are we throwing little tiny baby red flags? What? Yay! Yes. Look at these little nuggets. I know. These are so great. These adorable little flags. All right, here we go. Yep, 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 yep. question. First. You got it. Okay. Okay. I'll make a statement. Oh. If you don't agree with the statement, you just have to throw that flag. If I disagree with if statement, you disagree. I will fuck this thing. Okay. Everybody's got to go on the Cowboys, including Dak. Clean house. I, I, <gasps> you can't throw I it? I can't. Okay. I, uh, 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 oh, 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 dang it, Bobby. No, I can't do it. You're, gosh, this is so hard. You can't get rid of Dak. The including Dak thing, that's the kicker for me. What are you you going to get rid of Dak and do what? 
you don't have a high draft pick. You're not going to trade him for another franchise quarterback. I understand the sentiment because Dak Prescott can't get it done, hasn't gotten it done, but he proved in the regular season. And I know in Dallas, the regular season does not matter, but this man led the league in passing touchdowns. Okay, his quarterback efficiency was good. Touchdown to interception ratio, which the interception thing has been his Achilles heel the almost the entirety of his career. And yes, he threw two against the Packers and they were bad. No interception is good, but he showed enough in this regular season to convince me that it's not him. Does Mike McCarthy need to go? Yes. Dak saying, hey. And if he goes, I go. Or, right, like Mike McCarthy, I'm only as good as Mike McCarthy's allowed me to be. Like, he's the reason that I'm great. So we are a package deal, sort of, even though that's not true at all. And that's a little bit of of Dak, I think, sort of admitting, and I think admitting a little bit to, to some of his vulnerabilities. Like, yo, Mike McCarthy, I, I'm, I've played the best football in my career under Mike McCarthy. It's really all that he's known. So he's scared to lose Mike McCarthy. Dan Graziano did write an article that basically, like, if the Cowboys wanted to move on from him, what it would look like, that, you know, his 2024 money isn't guaranteed. And potentially, if they were to able to trade him or cut him before March, then they would save $34 million on their cap. So there is, a like, a world where the Cowboys could move on. But to your point unless they're securing some kind of like top veteran yes. quarterback that would be available. And I don't know any free Kirk agent Cousins. quarterbacks that would be like, is Kirk Cousins going to do coming off an injury? Is he going to do, you know, anything more for True. you than Dak Prescott's True. doing for you? Does yeah. Dak have more upside? Of course he does. Um, all right. Statement. Ooh. Bill Belichick will be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, we both threw two flags, me and Gary, our flag, our, our red flags crossed. Our flag. We, we crossed flags. Crossing streams. Why don't you think? Bill Belichick needs to go into a position and it's going to play right up your alley with the Atlanta Falcons where he doesn't just get control of being the head coach of the football team, but he needs organizational control. He needs control that's yeah. one rung below Correct. the owner. And everybody knows in Dallas, Jerry Jones calls the shots. Yes. Yes, you are calling the plays on the sideline, but as it relates to anything that goes up to the C-suites, uh -huh. Jerry Jones is... <laughs> puppet mastering and one thing bill belichick's not gonna do is take football direction from a non-football guy yeah <laughs> wearing a suit not a hoodie all right that's up in the booth not on the field i just don't see those personalities mega mega personalities flowing it ain't it ain't happening it's impossible this idea you can't teach an old dog new tricks, especially not it's in the seventies. Like I don't see Bill in the seventies being like, "Let me change my whole approach yeah, to coaching facts. and not want any personnel control." And if it ain't Jerry Jones is making the decision, it's Stephen Jones. Sure. There's like double layers there for him. Um, he of course is being linked to the Falcons. He just interviewed with the Falcons. The Falcons announced that on Monday. Of course, the jokes were flowing. It was like Falcons asking Bill Belichick. So, Bill, tell me about a time where you <laughs> faced great adversity and were able to overcome it. That was good. Well, that, that's really good. Big thing with this is that they met in person. Yeah. Okay, so like, okay, cool. Phone call, whatever. Let's test the waters. All right, let's link up with the Zoom because now everything can be virtual. But the fact that, and I think it went down, like Belichick had to hop on a jet, right? I, I'm sure Arthur Blank sent his, sent the PJ. No, I'm sure he sent him a Southwest Yeah, he was Gary. like, here, listen, you have a layover. It's in Chicago, but the weather's supposed to be. So More time to prep. <laughs> the fact that they met in person is is huge to me and indicative of like oh okay this isn't like a speed dating round yeah. this is like hey we're gonna go out to dinner yeah type date right well, this, yeah this you're is not the real deal yeah you're not i just speed think dating. it's funny how did the falcons t 
we like we've interviewed yeah. with Bill Belichick. Yeah. They should have been like, Belichick met with us. Yeah. <laughs> like you ain't you're not interviewing Bill Belichick. Yeah. Y'all got to meet with Bill Belichick. And that's the only like if we're being nitpicky, that's the only thing I thought was funny that came from the official Falcons account. Like Bill Belichick let y'all meet with him. The issue, the issue for me is that like, I mean, yeah, of course you want like Bill, but like a lot of Falcons fans feel really yucky. I mean, it's basically yes. like, yes. it's basically like asking Voldemort to come back and, and teach a run class. Hogwarts. <laughs> like you're like, you were our main tormentor our whole entire true, lives. And now true. you're just going to just like, come on over and join this side. Uh, but listen, if you can get a guy like Bill Belichick to come around, try to turn that franchise around, you got to go with him. Hell right. yeah. Statement. Yes. Eagles got to fire everybody, Sirianni and Hurts included. See, <laughs> see, you you go over the edge with the Hurts thing. This guy okay. is a generational franchise quarterback. Fine, then back up. The so C- you just think that Sirianni needs to be fired. You're throwing, okay. What the hell, man? This is one of the more recent, complete implosions of a team that didn't suffer some like cataclysmic catastrophic injury to a Jalen Hurts type player. Um, Obviously, you know, uh, 1K always open, uh, AJ Brown done, didn't play. But I mean, for the most part, Philly had everybody intact. They just adopted their philosophy in tackling like I adopted my philosophy in like liking girls in high school, just completely avoided it. Just uh, the, the defense was just like ew yucky. <laughs> they saw you have the cuties. They saw that they're like I don't want mono. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they saw a Tampa Bay player with the football, and they're like yuck ew. Yeah. I don't want to get pregnant, mm-hmm. and just stayed away from all contact. It was yeah. so bizarre to see. I is mean, that, is that what the girls were telling you? Why they stayed away from you? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Like, Gary, you you smell like what is that kimchi? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I eat it for breakfast and lunch and dinner, but I'll take my shoes off if I come over. <laughs> yeah, kimchi uh, and Axe body spray. I mean, it's just super weird. Like the Eagles just looked so uneagle like. This is such an overreaction. This You're is the like, one who yeah, said I'm it. Thro- no, I'm throwing the flag on like this idea we're going to fire Nick Sirianni. I get it. It was like a horrible collapse and all of that. We never ever gave enough credit to the fact that they lost both their coordinators from last year. This isn't the exact same team. I mean, you're not giving any credit to the offensive and defensive coordinator if you think like just replacing them just means nothing, that mm-hmm. there'll be no attrition. They'll th- so yes, they had a horrible collapse, but lest we remind you that before this collapse, they had won 25 of their previous 31 games yeah. and also went to a Super Bowl. This is such an overreaction. You got to relax. Like, and if it's only because people like Bill Belichick are available. If he's not available, That's what was, then you're not, you're not looking right across head. the aisle. It's yeah. like, you know, but it's like when, you know, your, your husband who's like just like an accountant at Publix finds out that like Mila Kunis is available and he's like, uh-oh. I'm like, she don't want you. She doesn't want you. No, shut up. That like, so specific. No, all of a sudden, I'm just saying like, <laughs> like, like oh. just because she's available doesn't mean she wants your ass. You are not in her league. They're not looking at you. Stop. You got what you got. Nick Sirianni is fine. It's been a bad collapse, but you just signed Jalen Hurts up for what, five more years? You made him the face of your franchise. Yeah. And this is your guy. Keep the stability. You get punished now for like one six game bad run. No matter how bad it was, chill. Overreaction. Okay, L. Um, I was I was I was taken aback this morning when I when I found the news and I when I read the news to everybody else that Jason Kelsey, first ballot Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion. Uh, half of a very important 
podcast that the name is escaping me is retiring from professional football uh-huh. family man handful of daughters this guy's been in the league for 13 years decades it seems okay well i mean probably hanging it up you know hanging it up before he turns 50 right well imagine my shock when I read that he was only 36 years old. Yeah. This man is retiring from an entire profession and I am older than him, L. Uh-huh. As a former 36-year-old, recently uh-huh. ex-36-year-old, current 37-year-old, I was lost for words. Because you think that Jason Kelsey looks older than he actually is. Yes, is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, it's all the facial hair. It's the facial hair, for sure. But then it got to me thinking... And it, I, I realize that I'm getting up there in age because every, like 90% of the professional athletes are now younger than me. All right. Even some head coaches are younger than me. Younger yeah. Than, that's when you know you're old. I'm like, I mean, athletes us, by nature are always going but to be young. But there was a time when all the athletes were older than us. Okay. I would be looking up to them and be like, Tom Brady. Wow. There it is. Tom Brady. So He's I was hot. like, you know what? I'm not going to have many more years to do this, to ask you about current athletes and or coaches that might be on the line of being older than me or younger than me. We don't know. Oh. But it might surprise some people to find out. Okay. Like JaVale McGee. Oh, he's older. Is he? He's older. He's been in the league 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Younger than me. Really? JaVale McGee? 1988. This I, man I'm been not good ar- at math. What does that mean? He's 36. Okay. This, been around, this guy's been around the moon. He just, he turns... 36 in three days. Basketball is deceiving because they become famous at like 19. Okay, I'll give you. They like join the league so young. I'll give you Major League Baseball. Okay. Freddie Freeman. Freddie's under 37. Sure about that? He is. 100%? Yes. You're right. (laughs) I know. September 1989 though. Yeah. He was 35. Yeah. If you would ask me, I thought he was 44. Yeah. Whole family been in the league for 20 years. What about this? Teammate of his. Uh Uh-huh. Clayton Kershaw. Ooh, Clayton Kershaw's right on the cusp. But again, you don't know. Maybe it's just that Clayton Kershaw was famous at 20. Baseball players can be a little older. What? Hey, maybe I'm going to say he's older. He's maybe, older maybe than... Maybe Went to school with Matt Stafford. Right, I know. Who is not 37. But so... they were same class, maybe. So is he, is he older than 37 or... Am I his senior or junior? You are his senior. By a year. Yeah. Clayton Kershaw, born in 1988. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm older than Clayton Kershaw? Yeah. That's insane. That makes me sick to my stomach. What? I've done nothing. Okay, what about this? To deserve this. <laughs> what about this? This is recently in the news. Gerard Mayo. Oh. New um, head ball coach of the New England Patriots. You are his junior. Barely. Yeah. 1986, uh-huh. February. This guy's, this guy's a leader of grown men. Mm-hmm. And I've never even had mono. Yeah. Are you serious? I know. I can't walk into a room. These guys take me seriously. I've not gone through pain. I've not had mono. Mm-hmm. I've not had my glands swell up. I am scared about getting chick box though. Because that's yeah, fatal. Yeah, should be. But like, I kind of feel like I'm the chosen one. Huh. Can I tell you another story? I'm Please. Gonna, I'm going to do two more. Okay. Kyle Lowry. Uh-huh. Kyle Lowry. Whew. I'm going to say he's your junior. No, 1986. Ah. Kyle Lowry getting up there. Kyle Lowry. Mr. Lowry. And this, you're going to know this one because um, this is a, a favorite of yours, Al Horford. Oh, okay. So Al is perpetually young looking. 
I need to do the math here because Al's rookie year, I was the sideline reporter for the Hawks, yep. and I had to get him into the club. I had to sneak him in because he what? was not yet Because he was sub-21? Yes. Was his, him and AC Law. What in the Little Rascals did you do to they get were him so, into the club? I mean, I was hosting the club. I just told the doorman, let them in. Oh, okay. Also, he was Al Horford and he played for the Hawks. It wasn't a compelling yeah, argument I had true. to make. <laughs> true. He will throw money. Oh, it was like, it was like one of those clubs. Yeah, it was a club club. Well, throw money? No. Like throw mo- well, you said throw money club. Oh, yeah, I did. I just mean like throw money around. Like he'll buy bottles. Understood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tables, bottles, well, whatever. When I hear of throwing money, I think about George Washington's flying fair. around. Fair, fair. Those are singles. Fair. Um, I'm going to say Al Horford is your junior. I'm going to say he's like 37 or 38. Like just barely your junior. June or 1986. Oh. Man's barely older than me. That's what I meant. Not your junior. I meant so he's like couple, just barely older just than you. a couple you. grizzly vets. Yeah. Me and the boys, me and Horford okay. and Lowry. That's a that's just a real that's just a real mortality check right there. So what I love about this segment is is that it first started with Gary just face shaming people. Um, I can't believe that I am older than this person because they look so old. And then it that. just became um that. and then it just became like a clear example of Gary just started Googling who's 37 and play sports. No. No, these are people. And so then, so then it just sort of like turned into that part of the segment as well. So are you shocked that these people are younger than you because they've got old face? Or are you shocked that these people are younger than you just because like you sort of grew up worshiping them and now you realize you were a grown man worshiping people younger than you and that that's kind of sad and pathetic? That's the one. Got it. That's the one, folks. Don't get it twisted. Perfect. That's the one. Isn't that the worst when you really do like feel like you're like, I've just looked up to you. Like, I've just mm-hmm. like, I respect you. You're like a role model. And then mm-hmm. you find out that the person's like six years younger than yeah. you. Yeah. You feel like such they a loser. They were born in the 90s. And I was like, God, I'm going to walk like, into rush hour traffic. <laughs> Before we go, um, not to pour, you know, salt on their wound or stomp on their grave. Damn. Um, but Michael Irvin mm-hmm. uh, was so upset about the Cowboys loss that he posted a video. Sure did. Uh, just, you know, basically saying everyone needs to get fired. Um, and okay, that wasn't revelatory, but there was a few things that sparked some discussion. Yeah. Upon watching this. Yes, got the wheels turning. First of all, he's doing this video from a balcony mm-hmm. that's like overlooking like a strip mall. Yep. It's, there's just like a crate and barrel behind them, like whatever. So it's a nice strip the mall view, got a crate and barrel. Well, but the view flex was just a little, you know. True. Sometimes you go out on a balcony because you're like, yo, I need them to see this flex. Yeah, I'm about to jump off this bit. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> Cowboys fans probably felt that way, not advocating for that. But he, so he has this weird view behind him, and then he's wearing a leather jacket. Expensive. It's, I'm sure it's expensive. But I, it really got me thinking, like, what are proper leather jacket wearing scenarios? Because I own three leather jackets and I can tell you right now, I have worn every single one of them to the same thing. Concerts. When I want to look cool at a concert, I throw on a leather jacket. I cannot think of another situation that calls for a leather jacket. I just can't. You pulled up to the Coco Melon concert in a leather jacket? 100%. (laughs) That's why the kids thought you were so cool. I'm pulling it up in a leather jacket if I'm part of a gang fight. Okay. If I want to look like the aggressor, or if what I w- kind of gang fight? Like one that involves like a musical and like snapping and saying, "When we're a jet, we're a jet." 
Why, mm. I, uh, <laughs> why, you no better scram. You better skedaddle. <laughs> One of those Tony award-winning gang fights. When you're a jet. Okay, exactly. So not a real situation. Name another one. Tell me another situation where it's appropriate to wear a leather jacket other than going to a concert. So I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I was a former owner of a motorcycle. That's right. Crotch rocket. Uh, Kawasaki Jixxer 600. Not a big deal. Had an exhaust on it. Um, and that was leather wearing. That was that was kind of leather wearing environment. Yeah, you wore your leather. I mean, yeah. that was like for protection. Correct. But okay. also like a, a certain level of badassery. Like you want to look cool. Leather jacket, no helmet. Okay. Duh. All right. So, so far we've established motorcycle riders and concerts. Yes. How does big leather exist? How have they survived this whole time when no one can tell me what situations call for a leather jacket other than motorcycles and concerts? Two things that are not part of everyone's everyday routine. That's a supple, soft leather. It's, it's, nice, it's a nice fabric. I'm going to throw that out there for all of you to investigate, okay? When? When do we actually need leather jackets and how have they been allowed to stay around this long, mm -hmm. to charge those premium prices, to have their own stores. Yeah, Wilson. How? How? Wilson's leather. Also, tune in on Thursday because me and Gary, from the makers of the cringy Cowboys Take Me to Low Places. I don't know what you're talking about, cringy. That was a banger. We are putting on wigs and doing a little role playing. I realize how sexual that just sounded. We are going to film a scene for you because Gary, rumor has it, we got the script for this week's divisional round of the NFL and we'll be sharing all. I'd probably wear a leather jacket too if I thought I was going somewhere I was gonna get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs>